Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue, we resume learning Pirkei Avot, Ethics of the Fathers, with uh, Chapter 3, Mishnah 23. It's the last Mishnah of Chapter 3, in which Rabbi Elazar ben Hizma says, the laws of birth offerings and the laws regarding the beginning of menstrual periods, these are essential laws. Astronomy and mathematics are like a seasoning to wisdom. So what is he telling us here? So uh, in the book of Visions of Our Fathers of Rabbi Tversky, Abraham Tversky, he comments that King Solomon says, it is better to hear the rebuke of a wise man than one who hears the song of fools. This is an Ecclesiastes. And Rabbi Bunim of Pshishke noted that it would have been more appropriate to say, it is better to hear the rebuke of a wise man than to listen to the song of fools. And he therefore explains that the Hebrew verse could also be said or understood or read as, it is better to hear the rebuke of a wise man, Meish Shomea, from someone who has listened to the song of fools. What he's saying is that when you're rebuked by a tzaddik, by a righteous person that has never been on the other side of life, that cannot understand uh, the secular world, it's not going to come to you because he hasn't been there. How can he rebuke you? He can't even understand where you're coming from. But if a person comes and rebukes you, and he's a person that had done Teshuvah, that's a person that had lived in the secular world, that loved going to the opera, loved going to the museums, loved learning arts and sciences and all this, then from a person like that, you can come to really uh, take it very differently. I remember my daughter went to Israel for, her, for a seminary year, and there was a teacher there that had been a professor in Harvard University, and this lady was a Jewish woman that grew very secular, very reformed. And uh, later in life, she became religious and she decided to move to Israel and live in a moshav somewhere and wear the, the, the tichel and uh, live an Israeli life. And she was very impressed by her because she was a woman that knew the world, that had traveled, that had learned other things apart from Torah. But nevertheless, she has chosen the Torah path after learning everything else. So a person like that will really, you will say, okay, a person from Harvard, a professor that has changed her whole life, there's something I have to learn from her. There's something that she has analyzed, she has really gone there, done the due diligence, and I can really believe what she's telling me. So there is no question that the physical sciences have value. They're very valuable to the world, mathematics, science, astronomy, all these, all these sciences have a lot of value. But yet what the Mishnah is telling us, what Rabbi Lazar ben Hisma is trying to tell us, is that as, as precious as the other sciences are, we should never compare them to Torah. They're not comparable. You cannot say what's better, what's worse. Even more, the, the Torah doesn't go against it doesn't go against mathematics. We have gematria in the Torah, which is all the numerical value of, our, of, of the letters of the Torah, of the, uh, of the Jewish alphabet. So here it says, even Ezra was an accomplished mathematician, but he's known to us for his commentary on the Torah. 
the Vilna Gaon wrote a text on geometry, but this is not what he was uh, preserved him for posterity. Like when we talk about the Vilna Gaon, uh, of the Vilna Gaon, we're not thinking that he was a genius in geometry. We're thinking he was a genius in Torah. And many of our great Torah scholars, like the, like Maimonides, was an incredible physician were brilliant in the physical sciences and philosophy, but what they held most important was their study of Torah. This was what was really, really important for them. Rabbi Elazar ben Hizma, this, the, the, the rabbi that gives us this, uh, this uh, Mishnah, was a great mathematician of whom the Talmud states that he could calculate how many drops of water there, was, there were in the sea. And the, this, is, this is notwithstanding, he says that mathematicians, compared to the essential laws of Torah, are like condiments on a meal. So the sciences are compared like to what gives flavor to a meal. It's not the, the potatoes and the meat. The potatoes and the meat is the Torah. You can eat it without condiments. It's going to nourish you. It's going to feed you. It's going to give you energy. It serves its purpose. But the condiment that you put into the meat and the potatoes, you cannot eat it by itself. You cannot eat salt by itself. You cannot eat the paprika by itself. You need to put it in the food to give it flavor. But the food in itself, you can eat it without the flavor. So this is what it's saying, that the secular studies are there to enhance our Torah learning. They're there to make it even more precious. So they indeed have a place, but our mu one must realize that their stature related to Torah is like a meal without condiments, is nutritional, although it may be enhanced by the relishes. Nevertheless, the relishes uh, alone have no value at all. So the true value of the, of the sciences is their application in the Torah. This is what makes it valuable. So in an era where there has been great progress in the physical sciences, it is important that we not lose sight of what is truly important to our lives, and which is really the Torah. So here, in the book of the Maharal, he finishes saying that the principal aspect of the Torah is that it is the path to eternal life. Like the whole purpose of, of Torah, of living a, a life of Torah, is that it's going to take us to the eternal life. And the root of the name Torah means to give direction. That's what it means. The Torah is a guide to life because Torah is the guide that's going to take us to the world to come. The Torah law is called Alaha. Alaha is law from the word Alahot, which means paths. So the path that is going to take you us to the world to come is really very narrow. It's very narrow. It's like the song of uh, Rabbi Nachman of Breslau, the 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 the, 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 the world is a na narrow bridge. The important thing is not to fear. So it's extremely narrow. The world to come was created with the letter Yud and the smallest of letters, and it takes a very straight and narrow path to make it to the end point. So the definitive halaha, the law, the definitive law is clear and positive system that leads us straight to the world to come. It's the highway. You take the highway. That's how you go. And you go straight and it will take you there. So the, the, the last chapter of, uh, of uh, the last Mishnah of chapter 3 finishes saying, Rabbi Hanina ben Akasia says, The Holy One, blessed is he, wished to confer merit upon Israel. Therefore he gave them Torah and mitzvot in abundance, as it is said. 
Hashem desired for the sake of his righteousness that the Torah be made great and glorious. So we finish here chapter 3 and next week we'll begin chapter 4. I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.